Truth or Consequences, the program to which you customarily listen at this time, is leaving the air for the summer, but we'll greet you again at the same time on September 9th. Remember, Truth or Consequences, September 9th at the usual hour. Authors Playhouse. Presenting Frederick Engelhart's fantastic drama of a submarine, its brave commander and crew, and a mythological monitor, the Kraken. The National Broadcasting Company takes pleasure in presenting a special nine-week summer series of Author's Playhouse. Radio adaptations of the best in the field of short stories, selections from the works of contemporary writers, as well as the acknowledged masters of the past. The nine dramas to be presented in this series have been chosen as outstanding from the weekly Author's Playhouse productions heard regularly over the National Broadcasting Company during the past three years. The theme of tonight's presentation is courage. The story of a submarine commander and his crew carrying on in the face of unknown peril, an unbelievable horror which rose from the past and held them in its grip. Author's Playhouse presents Frederick Engelhart's The Kraken. Eighty destroyers, sir. Three points off the starboard bow. Crash dive, Mr. Pomeroy. Prepare for crash dive. Crash dive it is, sir. Flood the forward tanks, Mr. Pomeroy. Flood the forward tanks. Flood the forward tanks it is, sir. Bow planes, hard dive, Mr. Pomeroy. Bow planes, hard dive. Bow planes, hard dive it is, sir. All ahead full, Mr. Pomeroy. All ahead full. All ahead, full it is, sir. Ten feet, sir. Pump the torpedo room bilges. Pump the torpedo room bilges. Pump the torpedo room bilges, it is, sir. Twenty feet, sir. Stern plane, steady. Stern planes, steady. Stern plane, steady, it is, sir. Forty feet, sir. Forty feet. There goes the 90-ash can, Mr. Pomeroy. Fifty feet, sir. That one was closer by the sound, sir. Sixty feet, sir. They've lost us, mister. Seventy feet, sir. Still farther away. Eighty feet, sir. Ninety feet. They're miles away now, sir. One hundred feet, sir. That's deep enough, Mr. Pomeroy. All motors ahead, normal. All motors ahead, normal. All motors ahead, normal, it is, sir. Flood the stern tanks. Flood the stern tanks. Flood the stern tanks, it is, sir. Zero bubble. Zero bubble. Zero bubble, it is, sir. Release more oil, Mr. Pomeroy. Release more oil. Release more oil, it is, sir. Can you hear them on the phones, Mr. Pomeroy? Yes, sir. Very slightly. 
They're going away, sir. We fooled them again. What a miserable bunch of sailors they are. A little oil on the surface, and off they go with another cock and bull story. You'd think they'd find out sometime that it's nothing but a trick. Not the ideas. They're steaming back to Toronto right now at forced draft to boast how they destroyed another of His Majesty's submersibles. <laughs> I can barely hear their screws now, sir. Captain Campbell, sir. The thieves is completely undamaged. No leaks and no plates strained. Good. Not that I expected anything of the sort. Gentlemen, may trouble always avoid us by as wide the berth as the Italian depth bombs give us. Sinful waste. Spending all that money for ash cans just to kill a few fish. What's that? I don't know. Something kicking us like a terrier. She collapsed. I don't know, Mr. Pavlarai. Pull ahead both motors. Pull ahead both motors. Pull ahead both motors, it is, sir. Up ship, Mr. Pavlarai. Up ship. Up ship, it is, sir. Thank you, Beatsman. We're loose from it now, sir. Whatever it is. 80 feet, sir. 70 feet. 60 feet. 50 feet. 40 feet, 30 feet, 20 feet, 10 feet. All clear on the surface. Surface battle stations, Mr. Pomeroy. Surface battle stations. Surface battle stations it is, sir. Now we'll see what was playing with us. Kavanaugh. Aye, sir. Mount a machine gun on the chariot bridge. Aye, aye, sir. I'll go first, Mr. Pomeroy. I couldn't see a thing through the scope. There's no way of telling what we'll find when we open the hatch. Right, sir. Nothing. Not a thing in sight anywhere. But what could have tossed us around like that, sir? Could it have been a volcanic eruption? No, nothing like that. We'd have felt the heat. Mr. Pomeroy, did you notice that after the motors were turned full, we hung for a moment and then jumped toward the surface? Yes, sir, I did. A Theseus sleep, a frightened rabbit. Something, I can't imagine what. But something had hold of us. And I'm going to find out what it is. Give the order to switch to diesels, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Diesel motors! Diesel motors it is, sir. <laughs> going almost due north when we came up. We'll backtrack a little. That will raise something. We've gone more than a mile, sir. Yes. And we're slowing down, Mr. Pomeroy. Order full speed ahead. Yes, sir. 
Full speed ahead. Full speed ahead it is, sir. The screws are turning full speed, sir. But we're losing way. This is it, Mr. Pomeroy, whatever it is. Well, we'll give it a battle. It's something we can fight. Give the orders to stop ship. Yes, sir. Stop ship! Stafford. Aye, aye, sir. You men at the gun, look alive. Be ready for anything. Aye, aye, sir. Captain, look. Crawling across the deck. It's the tentacle of an octopus. An octopus? That thing's as big around as an oak. Ah! It's not me! down by the head. It has to dive, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Prepare to dive. Below decks, men. Aye, aye, sir. Below decks, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. There's nothing else we can do, Mr. Pomeroy. If we stay on the surface, we'll sink. The gun crew, sir? They're gone. Beyond any hope. We can't fight that monster. Not now, anyway, while it's clinging to the vessel. Perhaps it will shift forward, sir, in front of the tube. Are you crazy, mister? A torpedo exploding under our very bow would be worse than the depth bombs of the Ites. Flood the forward tanks. Yes, sir. Flood the forward tanks. Flood the forward tanks, it is, sir. Maybe we can shake that devil off. Shades of the good Bishop Pontipedian. He wasn't far wrong when he described the Kraken as being a quarter of a mile across. You believe those medieval superstitions, Captain Campbell? I believe my own eyes, mister. Did you recognize that monster? It was a cuttlefish. Cephalopod. The grandfather of them all. Must be hundreds of years old. Maybe a thousand. Poor Hans was right. It is the Kraken. But the Kraken hasn't been reported in 200 years. Be reasonable, sir. This is bad enough as it is. Reported? No. But how do you know the monster hasn't been sighted? How many of these Mediterranean fishing smacks could meet this beast and return home to tell about it? We've been saved so far by the fact that we're covered with steel plates. Isn't there something we can do, Captain Campbell? Nothing, Mr. Pomeroy. It's suicide to go on deck while the Kraken still has hold of the thesis. The only thing we can do is wait until it finally gets tired of wrapping itself around us and swims away. What do you think happened to the gun crew? I prefer not to think. It's been 30 minutes since we cut the motors and let that devil tow us. What's our course, sir? Nor nor'east. Speed, three knots. This keeps up until midnight. We'll reach the coast of Sicily. Kraken probably has its home in a cave somewhere along the shore.
beg your pardon, Captain Cuttle. What's up, Captain O'Connor? They're scraping on the bottom and snap both tail shafts off. Our screws are gone and the water's coming in through the packet boxes. Thank you, Captain O'Connor. What does the fathometer show, Mr. Pomeroy? Not quite eight fathoms, sir. No all tanks, Mr. Captain Campbell, we're in a tunnel of some kind, a cave. I presume this much, Mr. Pomeroy. But you'll have to risk hitting the roof or having our keel scraped off. Give the order, Mr. Yes, sir. Blow all tanks. Blow all tanks it is, sir. What's our course now, sir? No course at all. The way we're twisting and turning, the needle's jumping all over the compass. Do you know where we are, sir? Somewhere on the south coast of Sicily. Then we can call for help by radio. Only if we can't work out of this mess ourselves. I don't fancy losing my ship to the ITs. I believe we've stopped, sir. We have. Give me that audio phone receiver, Winkle. Aye, sir. Here it is, sir. I don't hear the Kraken's tail swishing. Perhaps it's left, sir. Possibly. See if you can spot anything through the scope, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Dark as pitch, sir. Can't see a thing. It's a subterranean cave, all right. I want a diver to go out. Who'll volunteer? I will, sir. Thank you, Kavanaugh. Mr. Pomeroy, break out a suit and rig, Kavanaugh. Yes, sir. And see that the airlock's prepared. Yes, sir. Equipped with an acetylene torch and a lamp. Yes, sir. Listen closely, Kavanaugh. Aye, sir. I don't want you to take any unnecessary chances. Stick close to the airlock until you're sure that monster isn't around. There isn't much water here, so you can blow to the surface with a periscope as a guide. There's a portable radio in the suit. Keep in communication with us. Aye, aye, sir. And Kavanaugh, good luck. Thumbs up. Thumbs up it is, sir. Can you hear him, Mr. Pomeroy? Yes, sir. He's outside now. I'm going aft now, sir, to look over the damage to the screws. Yes, he's going aft, sir. Tell him to be on his toes every second, mister. If the Kraken is only playing doggo, he won't have a chance. Yes, sir. Kavanaugh, Captain Campbell says be on the alert every moment. I will, sir. I'm under the stern now, sir. He's under the stern. Both the screws are gone and the rudder's unhoused, sir. He says both screws are gone and the rudder's unhoused. I'm going up to the surface now, sir. He's going up to the surface. Caution him again, Mr. Pomeroy. This is the path that's liable to be dangerous. Yes, sir. Kavanaugh, the captain orders you to be extremely careful when you hit the surface. I will, sir. Ask him to tell us what he can see as soon as he comes out on top. Tell him to use his light. Yes, sir. Kavanaugh. Aye, sir. When you get on top, use your light. Describe to us everything you can see. Aye, aye, sir. I'm on the surface now. It's a cave, all right, sir. He says he can see it's a cave. There's plenty of room on all sides and overhead. Plenty of space on all sides and overhead. Uh, my light won't reach the... Hey, hey what's this? Hey. Kavanaugh, what's wrong? Get him Good Lord, Captain. It's got me. It, it, it's holding me high in the air. It's got him, sir. It's got him in its tentacles and it's lifted him right out of the water. Tell him to use his torch on it. Kavanaugh, use your torch on it. Burn it. I dropped it, sir. I dropped the torch. He dropped it, sir. Oh, it's swallowing me. Help, Lieutenant. It's eating me. It's eating him. What a way to die. Dr. McGain, he may still be alive. Yes, sir. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. I'm... I'm sir. He answered, sir. I'm still alive, sir. I, 
I'm in the thing's stomach. He's down in the Kraken's stomach, sir. Ask him what it's like, mister. Yes, sir. What's it like, Cavanaugh? Hold up the phone so I can hear him. Yes, sir. It's like a, a cave. A, a, a big cave, sir. And the walls are yellowish-white, and they keep moving back and forth. They're covered with long, white things like, like snakes. And that's what I'm hanging on to. Tell him to use his knife and try to cut his way out. Yes, sir. Cavanaugh. Use your knife and try to cut your way out. I have tried, sir, but the walls are so thick it's no use, sir. What's the matter, Kavanaugh? Every one of these white things is filled with some kind of juice. And it burns. Some of it just fell on my hand. There's a big pool of it down at the bottom. I can't hang on much longer, sir. That liquid would be mainly hydrochloric acid. A creature of that size, without teeth, would necessarily secrete a powerful digestive juice. Kavanaugh's doomed, but he's lucky. He still has his knife. Order him to use it, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Kavanaugh, can you still hear me? I, I, sir. There's nothing we can... No way that we or anybody else can help you. But you can die like a human being. You've got your knife. I can't do it, sir. It's against the religion. He won't do it, sir. He says it's against his religion. Tell him it's an order, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Kavanaugh, Captain Campbell's order is that you kill yourself. Now, with your knife. He's praying, sir. <laughs> it's all over. Let the men have some air from the tanks, Mr. Pomeroy. Not too much. Yes, sir. And try to raise our base at Malta. We still aren't giving up. No luck at all. There's an IT warship nearby and she's jamming our signals. Shall I try to raise the ITs? Maybe they can get us out of here. No. I wouldn't give them the satisfaction of knowing we were caught like rats in a trap by a bloody fish. Put a man on the audiophone. Yes, sir. The Kraken will leave this den sometime. When it does, we'll surface and look for a way out. I believe it's leaving. Probably hungry, sir. After two days, it should be. Give me the phones. Here they are, sir. It's going out all right. I can barely hear it. Blow all tanks, Mr. Pomeroy. Easy. Yes, sir. Blow all tanks. Blow all tanks it is, sir. Easy does it. We haven't far to go. Zero depth, sir. We're on top. Good. Follow me, Mr. Pomeroy. And we'll take a quick look-see. Yes, sir. Take that monster as much as a full day to feed, so we'll probably have plenty of time to get ready for it when it comes back. Grab the searchlight, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Nothing there. Solid rock on top. 
No opening on that side. It's what I was afraid of, Mr. Pomeroy. The tunnel mouth is underwater, so we'll probably have the devil's own time finding it. What do you think this cave is, sir? An ancient volcano? Not exactly. Notice the folds in that rock over there? Yes, sir. The stratum was forced up at some time and has since been cut out by the sea. You can see the mock ocean. Then the land dropped and carried the tunnel below sea level. Organize a gun crew from the men who are left, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Do you... Do you think we'll get out, sir? We'll get out. Never doubt that for a moment, mister. But the first thing we've got to do is to kill that monster when it comes back. We can't do anything while there's still danger. It may turn up at any minute. Russell says he can hear it on the audio phone, Captain. 22 hours since it left. That's about what I thought it would be. It's coming back, men. Pour those 80 shells into it as fast as you can load. As soon as it gets in sight, I'll turn the searchlight off and I'll fire a flare so it can't spot us so easily. We're ready, sir. Let it come. I can hear it, sir. Can't be very far away now. There it is. Douse the light, Mr. Pomeroy. Yes, sir. Men, I'm letting the flare go. Make every shot count. We'll blast it, sir. It's a point to starboard, men. Rapid fire. Yes, sir. Lower, men, lower. Underwater, aim for the body. Look, Captain. The roof is falling. The whole top of the cave's dropping on us. Cease firing, men. Cease firing. Massive stone wiped them out. Smashed the pieces like an eggshell. We'll go below, Mr. Pomeroy. See if we can salvage a couple of diver suits. You and I are all that's left of our complement. But we can still get out of here. Faintly, mister. Let me give my receiver a little more juice. Try it again. Can you hear me now, sir? All okay now. How's your reception? Perfect, sir. Lucky we had these diving rigs. We wouldn't do much good with nothing more than our lungs. These may turn out to be no better. But at least we've got a chance. Here's what we'll do, Mr. Pomeroy. The Kraken isn't dead, although it's lost all its tentacles. It's my idea it will head for the open sea. And we follow it through the tunnel, sir? Not follow, mister. You forget that tunnel is at least a quarter of a mile long. And only Father Neptune himself knows what kind of a bottom it has. The Kraken towed us in here, and I intend that it shall tow us out. But how, sir? With this harpoon. It's always a big enough target that I shouldn't miss. When I harpoon it, it will probably dive into the tunnel. You grab the line and go overside, and I'll be right behind you. Yes, sir. Inflate your suit so that you float clear of the bottom. It'll be a terrible passage, Mr. Pomeroy. But if you let go of that line, you're lost. I understand, sir. When we're clear of the tunnel, cast off and blow to the surface. The tide is flowing now and should wash us ashore. Here it comes, mister. Get ready. I hit him. Grab the line and hang on. Thumbs up, Mr. Pomeroy.
Lieutenant Alastair Montgomery, commander of His Majesty's destroyer Cadmus, will take the stand. At your service, sir. It was your ship which picked up Captain Donald Camel, late commander of His Majesty's submarine Thesis. Very anxious to add anything we can to Captain Camel's report that his ship was destroyed by Italian depth bombs. It was quite mysterious, sir. We were on patrol in the general area 15 degrees west and 36 degrees north when we spotted an object floating in the sea. We approached it with proper caution and discovered it to be Captain Campbell. He was in his inflated diving rig and he was unconscious. Yet you were able to identify him immediately? Yes, sir. He and I were together on the war spite before he entered the subservice. We made him as comfortable as possible in my quarters. But it was 24 hours before he recovered consciousness... And then he was raving. What were his ravings about? He kept insisting, sir, that his vessel had been attacked by the Kraken. A huge monster, sir. Yes, I... I'm well acquainted with the mythological aspects of the Kraken. Go on, Lieutenant. Well, after a few hours, sir, Campbell seemed to come to his senses. He then dictated to me the report which this board already has in its possession. You're sure you wrote this report word for word as Captain Campbell dictated it? Yes, sir. It was simply that the thesis had been attacked and sunk by Italian destroyers. That Captain Campbell and his second-in-command, Lieutenant Ian Pomeroy, were the only survivors. That for two days they attempted to communicate with Valletta or another of His Majesty's ships. And that finally, in diving suits, they attempted to leave the thesis and reach the surface. You found no trace of Lieutenant Pomeroy? No, sir. Continue, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. Captain Campbell asked to be alone for a few minutes, so I left him. Less than half an hour later, I heard a shot. He was seated at my desk and had taken my pistol out of the drawer. He was shot through the temple. And this note which you mentioned in your report? It was very strange, sir. It made me realize that poor Campbell never had actually recovered his sanity. Please repeat what was in the note, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. The note read, Commander loses his ship to a fish and then survives the loss of his vessel and its entire crew. Not a nice story to return to the world with. Those were the exact words, sir. There's no doubt Captain Campbell was stark mad. We buried him at sea, sir. To the sea which took his mind, we gave his body. You have just heard The Kraken, a short story by Frederick Engelhart, which appeared originally in Unknown Magazine, especially adapted for Author's Playhouse by Jack Mitchell and directed by Mr. Homer Heck. Captain Campbell was played by Mr. William Everett, Lieutenant Pomeroy by Mr. Charles Irving. Others in the cast were Mr. Sid Breeze, Mr. Charles Eggleston, Mr. Leo Curley, Mr. Wallace Owen, and Mr. McKay Morris. The original musical score was written and conducted by Dr. Roy Shield. This has been the first in a new nine-week summer series of Author's Playhouse Productions. Radio adaptations of the best in the field of short stories, selections from the works of contemporary writers, as well as the acknowledged masters of the past. These nine dramas represent outstanding productions presented on the weekly Author's Playhouse, heard regularly over NBC during the past three years.
Next week, Author's Playhouse will bring you Cord's hilarious story, He Woke Up Famous. This is the National Broadcasting Company.